Hey guys! Hi it's, everyone. It's it's my it's Sarah <laughs> and Dan. <laughs> Today we're reviewing The Purge uh, with Sean Donnelly, one of my oldest friends. We talk The Purge and how little I am prepared for it. Mm-hmm. We both are ill prepared for any sort of. Oh yeah, just. I mean, like we're ill prepared for rain. We don't even have umbrellas. <laughs> like yeah, we yeah. are fucked. I don't think I've ever been prepared for a rain. I've never been out somewhere and it's raining and I have an umbrella. Yeah, or like a, like a, what are those things, a rain slicker type thing. I own like five of them and I never wear them. And then the day I put them on, it's 100 degrees out. What's the deal what with these rain the slickers? <laughs> it's our favorite time of year, Sarah. We just love this time of year, mostly because of the candy and the deliciousness, but also because of horror movies. This is, this is kind of where the impetus of the show Came about during uh, during COVID. We watch a new horror movie every day for Halloween, which I'm sh- I mean, Shudder has that. I think AMC used to do that Halloween Horror Nights, um, but it it really is the spirit of our show. And um, man, I just I just love. I love the hues of autumn. I love autumnal hues. Ooh, we got married in the fall too. I love the Christmas. It always feels like an air mm-hmm. conditions on. You know, it's beautiful fat guy weather. Anyway. Sean is on this episode. He's one of my uh, best friends in and out of comedy. Mm-hmm. He's got a podcast, Brand New Jerks, and you can follow Sean anytime on social media. Give his uh, Instagram a follow. Sean anytime. Yeah, we had an old podcast, My Dumb Friends, a lot of fun episodes of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is, a, this is a good one, man. I think we're going to have Sean back to talk more purges oh, yes, I coming up. That. As far as my stand-up dates, guys, I'm going to be opening for Dan Soder the October 12th through 14th in Madison, Comedy Club on State, 19th through 20 first in rochester and i'm going to be headlining soul joel's comedy club on october 27th in Pottstown, pa so a lot of stuff coming up folks a lot of stuff coming up until then enjoy the purge our target for this year's purge is hiding in your home you have one hour to find him and give him to us or we'll kill all of you Hey guys, we're going to get to the episode in a second, but big news, October 24th, The It Couple is on Patreon. For $5 a month, you get an extra episode every week, and we're starting out with a bang, baby. On October 24th, we will be reviewing No One Will Save You, and we're going to be doing our first ever watch-along, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. This movie is fucking wild. Spaventa... And Sarah and I get high out of our minds and try to make sense of it. It's a blast. Check us out. Uh, we're going to be focusing on a lot of modern horror. Talk to me, a few other great flicks coming up. But become a patron. $5 a month, and you get four extra episodes a month. Get in the Halloween spirit the right way and uh, become a patron. He's also been on Conan, David Letterman. And uh, Tonight Show recently, he's done all the late nights. And Colbert. Yes. You have four. Yes. Wow. Four, the Mount Rushmore. The Mount Rushmore mm-hmm. of late nights. Yes, yeah. that's my claim to fame. It and won't. it did absolutely nothing. Yeah, well, I didn't want, I didn't want to include <laughs> that part. I was, I was trying deal. to build you up. I know, I appreciate it. I didn't include I can, I, I And I he's looking for other jobs. Wait, did you do Letterman? Yeah, you did, uh, you did Letterman. I did Letterman in 2013. Fuck, that's yeah. amazing. That's the one that like I, that's like a that, big that's deal. That's one like I nut over like because I'm yeah. like oh that that would have been cool to do that one for that sure. That one is also the one I was the most shocked like that I was freaking yeah. out when it, I did not think it was gonna I think I cursed during the audition I was like they're not gonna pick me for this yeah I mean, just by 
by hook or by crook, as Ellen Donnelly would say. Yeah, I, I, I got it. It was crazy. Your mom sounds like a, a, a little rascal. By saying. <laughs> <laughs> hook or by crook? Is or that like what she says? A little pickpocketer by, in the well, 1800s. Yeah, we'll get there by hook or by crook. It's like, my mom has all these old, old sayings. Well, Sean picked, Sean's not a big horror movie fan, but he picked The Purge because you're a big fan of The Purge. Is, Purge is one of those action horror. It straddles both lines. I think it's probably more horror in the beginning, and now it's more action. It kind of went like through the franchise. Um, this is the first one. Um, it's uh, directed by... James DeMonaco who also wrote the Robin Williams movie Jack <laughs> which is that is a crazy it would be hilarious to see because Cosby's the therapist in that it would be hilarious to see Cosby in The Purge you can all these kids Bill Cosby's in Jack yeah he's in Jack he's you, you the therapist see maybe that you know, like, his like a disillusionment with Hollywood and that's where he got to at first he's like it's a, it's a guy who acts like a kid in a movie and then he's like fuck the world <laughs> yeah that's what I mean it's such an interesting trajectory like, like we and we went, like we did uh, the Shining with Alana Glazer, and it's the opposite thing where the woman who helped Kubrick write that then ended up writing the divorce with like Naomi Watts. It's like a rom com. Oh, like, no, later I didn't saw it. Oh, uh, no, I haven't either. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, it, it's it's a very and now for something completely different. It's like finding out the guy who wrote Twelve Years a Slave used to be a host at the Comic Strip. No, but who's the one that wrote uh, Undercover Brother? Is that he the wrote one? Undercover Brother? But he was a host at the Comic Strip. And I love it. He has the fun. Like the, he's the he's he's kind of bizarre. We do deep dives on this. I, I don't love, know if you know. I, we I do a lot John of Wikipedia, but a lot of IMDb. Him, they asked him about his uh, when he was getting nominated. You know, for his Oscar run, they asked him about his comedy uh, career. And he's like, it's just a point in my, it's a time in my life I don't talk about it anymore. Um, Wait, who's this? John Ridley, he the guy who wrote like 12 years over COVID. Like you, when <laughs> yeah, when I quit like comedy for two years. When wanted yeah, to be he, he literally talks about it like it was like like the plane crash and alive or something. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is, uh, this is Platinum Dunn's has put Blumhouse on the mat, map. And the reason it did, it made $90 million after costing... Three million dollars. Uh, Ethan Hawke and Lena Headley from Game of Thrones as James and Mary Sadlin. Max Burkholder and Adelaide Cade as Charlie and Zoe Sadlin. The Bloody Stranger, our main villain, is Edwin Hodge. Uh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Not, I'm sorry. The Bloody Stranger is the uh, yeah the former vet guy. Right. Who has Rise Army Wake... Hammer vibes? <laughs> Wait, no, that's the other. That's Rise Wakefield as the polite leader. Yep. And then there's a bunch of people playing yep. suburban. Um, but like yeah, why'd you pick this movie? You, yeah, why? Why? Because you're not a horror fan. Why are you attracted to The Purge? Because you know what? I realized this. I don't mind thrillerish type suspenseful movies. I actually dig it. Like Get yeah. Out, I dig. It's, mm-hmm. not, it's like kind of comedy. But that's more horror, I think, than it's, this, right? I'd say so. Yeah. But I mean, I like. I just don't. I realize I don't like gore. I won't like things that people like. It fucks you up as a human. So like, yeah. I won't watch like Midsommar or like uh, the other oh, one. Oh, Hereditary. Hereditary. Which we talked you about. made that movie sound fancier. Than this. I think it's <laughs> Midsommar. 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 It's a great year. But but I yeah, so like things like this, I actually do like like apoc- not apocalyptic, whatever you would call it. Like um, futuristic? Like a like futuristic. Do you like Last yeah. of Us? Like as far as a podcast. the show, yeah. mm-hmm. the show I watched, and I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Like I like zombie stuff as well. Because mm-hmm. well, because zombies like kind of straddles the action thing. Again. It it totally does, and I like the idea of it, and I I've always liked the, that genre more. But when it comes to like you don't like up a gore, psychological. 
thriller. A really hardcore psychological one or like a thing that one that just came out with that, that clown as I look at the it clown that one that was like um, Terrifier. Oh, the Terrifier. I love that. Hate that. I heard it's brutal. Oh my God. It's Dude, so no, gratuitous. It. Like the blood Sarah in that one. Sarah liked it I think more I than me. I loved it. I, see, I'm weird. I like the gore because to me it reminds me like well this is not real. Unless it's right? an animal. I, yeah, but that's the reason why, I, another reason why I wouldn't, like, two things. I think if it was so much blood and gore, I, I would be know, like, man. it's too much, I realize it's there, fake. But yeah. also, that's another reason it takes me out of it. You know There's what I mean? There's some like, violence and terrifier that's like, it's kind of real. It's like, insane. It, by yeah. how, like, brutal it gets. Like, well, I'm such a pussy, I, I won't even watch Human Centipede. And I've had people tell me for years how much it's not that big of a deal. And I'm like, it is. It's gross. The, the plot. You hate it. The I've plot never seen that. is. No, I, you, Sean, Sean won't eat ethnic food. He's not going <laughs> to. He's not going to watch a fucking movie where a guy's hooked up to another asshole with his mouth. Uh, it's, it's just not going to happen. The guy won't, the guy won't try chicken tiki masala. I won't eat sauce. Uh, you know. I don't fuck with sauces. <laughs> yeah, let alone some guy shitting into another mouth. But uh, Is that what it's about? Dude, they, yeah, they yeah. got hooked up butt to asshole. It's an I mean, operation. No, no, that's a real thing. A butt to Head. mouth. Butt to mouth. Okay, I need to watch that. Um, I need to watch that. It's real hot. So we're now, we're starting we're the, movie, start the movie, right? Yeah. And we have Ethan Hawke. Yes. So it begins with, now this took place in 2022. So a year ago, but in the time was the future because this was made in 2013. Right. And they have the founding fathers. Who's the new political yeah. party. They're, they're, yeah, so like, you know, they're talking about American 22, unemployment's at 1%. You know, violence barely exists. And this is all because they have a purge night. You know, once a year, twelve hours long. Where you're allowed to kill and do every crime, I guess, loot and mm-hmm. yeah. do whatever the fuck you want. And all emergency services are suspended during that time, so you can just wreak havoc. And it's your God-given right as an American. And also, Ethan Hawke has like cashed in on the purge because he's like a home, a hardcore home security salesman, yeah. and he's like doing very well. And he's affluent. And my thing with this movie, I think this would have been better as like the third one. Not the first one. Yeah. I feel like the first one oh, should have been outside. Oh, I think. Well, no. I here's the thing. Mm-hmm. You just we talked about Blumhouse, and yeah. uh, and like I said before to you, it's like the Iron Man of Blumhouse. Um, first off, you whenever they do these things, I don't think they knew it was going to become what it became. But yeah. you, it has to be a simple story. It's it's all money. It's all logistics. Mm-hmm. You yeah. keep it just in the house. It costs them what? How much was it? Three million it was three to make million, it. Yeah. You put it outside. And, and, that's ten million. And Ethan all got two million. Do you know that so the for whole sure? Thing. Oh, that's wow. what I read. I mean, that's, what that's I read. insane. So two? he got he got like sixty percent of the budget. So there you go. So, yeah. so maybe he got back in too, though. Probably like yeah. he did get back in because I, saw, he I heard him on an interview talking about it. But like yeah. as he was smiling. Yeah, right exactly. <laughs> but here's, and also I think it kind of helped his career a lot because I think he was also kind of out and he was. Mm-hmm. So the yeah. thing about it he is, he was is, always going to be an indie darling, but I think that helped him get back in. Yeah, I like kind of like more. that he's taken this like as an adult, like more of an adult. Like he did Black Phone, so he's like well, getting he's one more of these into guys like who the, gets better as he gets older. What was the one that you love that he did? I mean, uh, I love Boyhood, and I love the whole the Before Sunrise movies. I no, love no, those no, movies. the one about uh, it's like an environmental first reform. Oh, first reform! Yes, I that love that movie. He's so good. Totally so he's a great actor. The Oscars. And, so we know. Okay, so that's a. He's, also, he's in Gattaca. He's great in Gattaca. Great like, he's, Gattaca. It's Gattaca's amazing. Gore Vidal's in it, who like <laughs> is hilarious because he's can't he can only be Gore Vidal. So he's like, we need to build a rocket. But I think as far as this movie goes, there's two reasons I think you do movies where it's encapsulated in like one location. Mm. One is if you're starting off something that's going to be like, like, like Iron Man's huge. I'm not saying it's Iron Man, but I'm saying like 
if you're starting off the first thing, that's why they do the background stories for like the Spider-Mans or whatever yeah. it is. So you need one solitary story. And I think the other reason is like if you are like X-Men and then you do the Logan and then you're like, oh, we're going to bring it down to a simpler yeah. version and an R-rated simpler version, that's so badass. To me. I think that's so yeah. awesome. So that's why I like this one the best because I'm like, Oh, this is like the most. This is the purest. It's also the purest form of this purge. Thing. I was no not as I was. I was really looking and, forward. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, I guess I was really like you know because I'd I'd seen this in the theater, I believe, and I was I was really looking forward to it, but I was just kind of like. I wanted them to do more with the premise, which they end up doing later on in other movies. But I think that that that's my disappointment. But it's a fun. I mean, think about horror movies, man. They're fun to watch, whether all the time for the unless they're boring. You know, I there think were a couple things though in this one that uh, immediately threw me off. That I was first of all, Ethan Hawke in this. I keep thinking he's going to be the villain because he's so oh he could like, turn put together, he's like, and he's also like ma- he's like kind of like sw- he's kind of wormy. Yeah, he's weaselly, and, and also like, you already know him, from? so you're like it's got to yeah. be more complicated that he's just the dad that tries to protect the family. And you're like, yeah. is he going to be someone who kills? And so. When the movie starts and he's driving through the beautiful gated community, you know we see all the signs of like what the purge is because at this point and we also are finding out that a lot of people in his neighborhood have bought his security system. Yes, which you yes. find out from one of the neighbors who kind of makes this half joke where she says to the wife, uh, played by uh, Lena Headley, that you know, oh well, you guys really reaped the rewards from right. the purge, and then they did, and he did have a sick fucking system set up. And they even imply that they were kind of, they did not have the money before. the Like, they implied that it's like, this is new to them. Right. Like, they're new money. They're like, new they're money. money. Yeah, 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 like, you didn't have this. So, when we... Which also sets them apart, class-wise, from the rest of the neighbors, which is also, I wanted to tell you, I just realized this, my girlfriend tells me that I have an issue with rich people. <laughs> like, she yeah. thinks I really do have an issue with rich people. I do, too. I want to be that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed with them. That's but, mine. But the... I realize this. I think that's another the, an aspect of these movies is the idea of taking down. Do you think it's because you grew up so close to Garden City? Yes, one hundred percent. I grew up. I grew up in Stuart Manor, which is which is basically Garden City. It's beautiful, by the but way. But it's which is beautiful. Yeah. It's, a, it's a rich town, but it's not the richest town in Long Island. Mm-hmm. But it's 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 the one closest to the city, upper probably middle. Yeah, yeah. upper middle, mm-hmm. and and. And then some upper upper. We had snob. It's so funny. Even in there, you had snob. And also, Hill. like even Same though you're in a good like neighborhood, you're you're a low capita in that neighborhood, so you have resentment. Well, I literally am in an area called Stewart Manor. I grew up in an area that was where the people who built Garden City right. lived while they were building Garden City. So yeah. I'm my whole ta- six block town was the servants' quarters for the <laughs> for the construction of Garden City. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, that's why I think that I explains. Just, we yeah. had a chip on my shoulder about sure. it, which I shouldn't. It's like it's such bullshit. But so, but I think the dynamic here that I love is you know that these these people who are or involved in the purge are going to get their comeuppance at some point, and that's another reason why I love this one because it's like the eat the, the rich, form bro. Yeah, yeah, eat the rich. Yeah. Do you you Punk mean rock, you want bro. okay? So like his daughter, when we meet Sean, the family, Sean doesn't eat anything but the rich, <laughs> chicken fingers and the rich. <laughs> So we meet the the daughter. This is where I sort of you kind of lost me, and Dan knows this because we were watching it. Why is throughout the whole movie? Why doesn't she change out of her fucking Catholic school uniform? Do you I, know, I can first tell you all, why. <laughs> I know exactly why. But like, put on a pair of sweatpants. It's like you're home with your family. No, her ass is almost like out the whole time. And her time. tits are down, and she's got like the shirt open. And I'm like, I get it, I get it. But she's supposed to be 17. Yeah. I think the actress was probably like 24, she was like 25 or something. Yeah. It just to me, and I she's like, to make sure I didn't feel like a creep. 
I, you always do that though. He's always like, oh, how old is he? <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't want to like, it's like, she's Sydney Sweeney and you're like, oh, yeah. she's supposed to be a high schooler? Jesus. Yeah, he's like, she's 16 in real life. <laughs> you, can, you can make the argument that it's like, hey, one shit went down. Maybe she was gonna and one shit went down. She, she never was. Time to do it. I think she still had her shoes on. Like, I'm like, bitch, take off those she like, like She had a tiny backpack on. <laughs> yeah, she's like, Little, like, like those cat hair, yeah. her cat ears and shit. So she's in her room. He gets home. She's fucking around with this guy, her boyfriend. And he escapes because the purge is about to start and the father can't see him. And before Ethan Hawke puts the surveillance system together and on with all these monitors where you can see the neighborhood, this kid hops out the window, but he hops back in. So he slides in under the radar. Yeah. And so he's undetected. And now he's in the house while they're on lockdown with the daughter. And I don't yeah. know if you want to get, I'm sure you don't want to get to it yet, but there's a thing that happens with him that this is the only thing that makes no sense in the movie to me. What he does later on with the dad, which. That which he's it, also in a Catholic Well, it's almost a separate. Movie. <laughs> well, it's a weird separate movie. Because it's like, singing Britney Spears. Yeah. Yeah. Say, we can jump around a little. But like what he does later on is he's, he comes back in so he can kill the dad. Um, Which so they don't set the that girl. up enough. That's the one one complaint no. I have. They do not set that up. No, we probably it's so did have random. something else. They must have had something else involved in that that storyline because the movie's yeah. really. T- I think it's ninety minutes, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's nice and quick. We like that. No, he uh, he does say something to the daughter like, "I need to address your father. I need to. I'm back here because I want to talk to him about our relationship." There's can- an age gap. How old what, was he's he? He's eighteen. She's like fifteen or no. sixteen or something. She's like. 17? I don't know if they say exactly. I feel like you're right. I feel like he's 19 or 20. He seems like he's in college. He's in college and she's in high school. It's still not enough. He no. had to be like 30 in order to make it sense, sense that he's like, I, I mean, had to kill the dad. Yeah. Because also yeah. it's the thing where it's like, the, it's not like the dad's, normally that would be like, yeah, the dad's like, a tyrant like and that's an a, older guy. a B-plot He's not movie. an older no, guy. He looks like yeah. he's probably. They look at the same age. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not that creepy, but then it's weird when you hear about it. So then, you know, he's in this house. The purge is going on. The family is safe. They're like having dinner. Like it's a normal thing. Yeah. Like they're living their life in their beautiful mansion. Like people are not being murdered outside these gates. Right. And so the son, Charlie, who's a sweetheart. Um, he was in Parenthood. The show Parenthood is the autistic kid mm-hmm. who's into bugs. He's great. And also, so, very hard. Sorry. To yeah, no, you, no, please. Very hard to cast the cute kids that work out and roll. Like, yeah. How many times are kids too precocious or too corny that you're like, I, it, it, I There's don't There's always that it. blend. You have to make sure when you're casting kids that the parents are... And this is just like a note to stage parents. Like, <laughs> we also audition the parents because you come on set with that kid. Yeah. Or at least I do. So like if I see a parent who's amazing and their kid's great, hell yeah, we're going to put them through Ooh, to that's interesting. But if there's a parent that is a pain in the ass, I have a no assholes policy. And so even with adult actors, I do this. But if a kid is clearly doesn't want to be there, how are you going to show up on set? And right. act if you don't yeah. even want to be at the audition, yeah. you know. And so this kid is great. Obviously, he's a pro. He's done television. You know, a child actor. He's smart. Um, he's probably like thirty-five. He's probably out of the business now, which is why he's yeah. smart. Yeah. He's like, fuck this. I'm going to be a scientist. And uh, so he's great. So he has, you know, compassion for this gentleman who's outside. This homeless vet yeah so out of nowhere yeah. they start hearing like cries for help on the cameras once once the purge happens there's yep. some racial overtones because the guy who's getting attacked is is black and then everybody who's chasing him is white white um so stupid those masks <laughs> they're so creepy i hate they're them crazy. i hate the manson girls i was telling dan i'm like i hate things i think that's the girls- problem my problem is like they just they took like, it's like they didn't know what 
what the what's like is this Manson? Is this like Heath Ledger and the Joker? Like I didn't right. know the whole modus operandi for the bad guys. I guess you just they're bad and they wear masks. And well, I that's think like they're supposed they're supposed to be like a just cult? almost like the the Winklevoss uh, twin. Yeah. Like it's supposed to be like uh, um. It's privilege versus non privilege. Did they murder someone in the Winklevoss? I understand. <laughs> I'm just why. saying, like, that's I'm sure vibe. we don't know. Yeah. I'm sure if they did, we I mean, wouldn't like know. Like, that affluent, like, like uh, finance Upper douche. Crust. Yeah, vibe. The yeah. very people that Sean hates. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Guys. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they yeah. went to Shamanon. They, they played lacrosse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, this, um, this clan, so basically, the vet. The, the vet and the intruder is in the house. The, the kid uh, lets the, him the, in. The son lets him in. And um, the uh, this cult or this this group of Winklevoss twins mm-hmm. come by, basically telling Ethan Hawke and the family, "Look, give us the intruder, and we're not going to kill you. We mm-hmm. just want to kill him because he's a swine. He's a homeless drag to society, even though he's right. a vet." But you know, they're they're hitting you with the themes over at the this head point, here. What the trying purge, to make them as evil as possible, right? Because yeah, the yeah, purge is sure. there. The founding fathers of America created this to sort of wipe out. The crime to wipe out all poor. the quote unquote poor bad people bringing the country down. Right, it's very, they beat you over the head with it. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. A lot. and even the way the guys are dressed, I'm like, I got it. They're Republicans. We got it. Like, I, I get it. Like, so that's why I was saying making Ethan Hawke putting that's a really brilliant putting it in that like they weren't always rich now they're rich. Yeah, because it makes them one. Of, it makes them just inherently one of the good guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have him like look at. Like boats, like we can afford a boat now. So you really, or you're like, oh, I don't care if Ethan Hawke dies. <laughs> you can buy a boat. I can't, I can't root for you anymore. You get jealous over people owning boats. No, I could never see you on a boat. I mean, I understand if you get like a little dinghy because you want to go like on the sure, lake or something. Sure, let's buy a dinghy. But, <laughs> I mean, buy but it. no, if you're buying like you know like one of those like. Like a speedboat? Like a Jeff Bezos hot fuck boat. You know, <laughs> like those kind of things. I or would even love like a, a, a yacht to would you, would you carve my body out like he did for that woman that he's engaged to? He, he did that? Did that. For the front of the boat? The front of the boat. It's like he's her body. He's such a cornball. He is such would a cornball. No, it would be Goldie. You would, would just, <laughs> no, it would be Goldie. Yeah. You would leave him immediately if he did that. You'd be like, what the she would fuck? Probably like, I couldn't even it. spend a date. Yeah, I mean this. Uh, the 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 rest of the movie, it's just different cat and mouse games. Yeah. It's Ethan Hawke's character, um, which we said in the beginning that we don't have it. I don't have James. It, James, like trying to find this intruder, and then they get the intruder, and they kind of start torturing him, and that reminds them of their own humanity of like we can't do it. But then the intruder volunteers, like, hey, you know, he's showing he's a soldier. I'll go out there for you. They refuse. Eventually. You know these guys, the 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 happy wanderer or whatever the fuck his name is, uh, the the polite intruder or whatever the guy, polite leader. Uh, they come in. It's a total fucking bloodbath. Before bath. this, I'm so sorry. Before this, we don't know if this homeless vet is actually going to hurt them. You really don't know yet because he disappears, and then they want him. And while this is all happening, when he first gets there, Ethan Hawke like you know holds him hostage and then that's when the boy comes down the boyfriend and yeah. shoots him yes goes to shoot ethan hawk but yeah. ethan hawk ends up killing the boyfriend yeah and yeah, meanwhile she's the, still in her fucking school girl uniform. <laughs> which is the weird that one thing what with the boyfriend is the on. one thing you didn't you well, didn't the, need it the rest of it that's, is just that's like, trying to ramp up the well, amount of villains versus this is this yeah. is how they wrap it up which is like he's like did you mean to did you know that he was going to kill me no i don't okay cool 
Yeah. That was it. That's how they wrapped the whole thing up. It's just, it's just him going like, all right, I believe you. And then they don't mention the dead boyfriend anymore. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. It was like, that's why I feel like if this was going to be two hours, there would have been a whole, there would have been more, it would have been more of their friction. It would have been, it would have made more sense yes. and it would have ramped it up. But they did the right thing making this an hour and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, I think if you, if it was a really bad movie, you could have just had a, an A plot the whole way through, with, which is you don't even need the vet, and these are just these weirdos, these psychos, just trying to get into the into the house. Yeah, they then just, just want to kill strangers. rich people, kill the rich. Exactly. Which is but then there's no, but then the, the, there's no kind of nothing. And it's also, like, like then his security system thing. and the gates at the, you know, like then everyone's fucked in that community. Right, exactly. Right. If they can get in, but yeah. So basically, the, I think adding the vet thing in there was smart. But then what they were, oh, we need it. We need because uh, you really only one feel bad for homeless it. vets if you kill them. That's what the thing yes. is. It's like, how do we make this even sadder? Like this man's homeless and he's a vet. Like it's heartbreaking. Oh yeah, if he was, if you want to see him live, if he was an improv comedian, they would they wouldn't oh want him out. Are you kidding? <laughs> you know, no he's, way. He's yes ending the purge. Yeah, he's yes ending the purge. Zip zap zopping. Zip and zip. <laughs> but no, but, so I. Yeah, so I think that that's why I think it's so. I think the sim- simplicity of it is why it's so good, and I think they do a good job. I think it's very hard to do the idea where it's like, the, like you said, the cat and mouse thing. They yeah. do a good job filming it that way. They do a good job making it mm-hmm. as suspenseful as it should be. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like this one so much I, better. I, I never felt like for whatever reason I never felt suspense. Oh, I, I don't did. know. When- I, mean, oh, I, I think the it's, it's contained it? in the yeah. home. I think anytime you have something that like people are in the house, but you don't know where they are. Like for a minute as a viewer, you don't know if the vet is going to kill the family. You don't really know. Like, yeah. And then you find out, well, he's a good guy, which is why they protect him. And then the guys come in. But then the neighbors become the bad guys. Yeah, that's a great, uh, that's a great little a great twist. twist. Yeah. Because now Ethan Hawke is dead because the ring, the head leader stabs him. I think was it the leader stabs or was it one of the people who come in? I think Which it's is a, no, also, it's not one of the neighbors. It's, a, it's one of the leaders, and then he's because the neighbors kill all of the people, and uh, then they kill the rest of the uh, invaders, right? And then they're they're there to essentially kill the family for what they thought was like kind of screwing them on these security systems, right? Right. But the, the Ethan Hawke thing, even that for 2013, that's a great move as well. Like mm-hmm. the main yeah. character, like you know, they, they they've had that pops up so much so much now because right. People, but like back then, that when you first watch it, you don't think that's gonna happen. No, you think he's gonna live the movie, yeah, right? Exactly. You're yeah. like, there's no way he's gonna survive this somehow. But when the neighbors come in, Lena Headley's like, oh my god, thank you guys so much, and they're like, no, we're here to kill you. By the way, Lena Headley looks phenomenal this she's whole movie. Beautiful. <laughs> is she the na- she the wife? The, yeah, she's the, the wife. wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also, uh, the 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 main blonde neighbor is. Super creepy and super Grace. scary. And yes. super Grace. hot too. <laughs> super hot. Dan loves a milf, and it works so well for me as I get older. I'm yeah. like, ugh, thank God. Love a milf. I love a milf. Like, I feel like you'd rather hook up with her over the daughter. Do- well, the daughter. You don't want the. High I don't want a high school girl. For God's sakes. Uh, woo. Uh, you know, like I just, I was like, she's, I was like, she, they're dressing her like this. She better be 23, and she yeah. was. She yeah. Was. There's laws against that, Dan. Yeah. <laughs> we looked yeah. it up. There's more. Yeah. yeah. Like, but the, no, um, no, I honestly do believe that. That, that that's what I mean. There's so many good beats that think about how many movies because as as they go on with these things, like like you were talking about the election one, mm-hmm. the second one becomes like paramilitary, has like Frank Frank Grillo's in it. Yeah, and and it, and it becomes Frank more Grillo. about like <laughs> they have this like group of mercenaries, yeah. and it's like Expendables the Purge. Like it's like mm-hmm. 
which I get, and they, but they, but also the, my favorite part of the second one is they they go to the meetup about the rich party, and then when they fuck them up, and that's that's what you need for these movies. You always need a point where it's like the wealthy versus the non wealthy. That's what the, the that's why you like this movie because you have an first, issue with rich people. Yes, but the first the, there's a one that came, I think it's the fourth one in the series, and that's my favorite one, and it's called the First Purge, and it's like. Like, it's basically all about, like, low-income housing, because it's, mm-hmm. like, a low-income housing group. Like, it's that neighborhood. And there's only really one crazy guy in that neighborhood who your friend plays, mm-hmm. who's, like, trying to murder everybody. That's but then right. after that, there's all these, like, essentially paramilitary racists who come in mm-hmm. who are, like, trying to blame it on them. And it's, like, kind of, like, it, you know, it's echoing kind of what's going on in this country now. Uh, but it's, it's, it's the best. I, in my mind, that's the best one, because it's the one that, like, follows up on the purge promise the most. Right. As far as, like... Thing, like it getting because like it, what I love about Escape from New York and Escape from LA even though people hated Escape from LA it's like you really get to see lawlessness in these cities that you never would see mm-hmm. and that's what I like about the first purge where I'm like oh I get to see what like how lawless this would be after I, the first one they, yes yes it, yeah. gets, and, it gets better and I, then, I, I do agree that is a cool a, a, cool, a yeah. cool part to this and that's what you want I don't mind the, the you're talking about the masks I think that's a cool creepy thing to I feel like that's to, just such like what is the other film where not Cabin in the Woods there's the film where the couple it's um, Strangers 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 see that worked for me but well they're one, scarier than they're the, fucking, the, the reason that talk. those are scarier is because it's not a class thing because they're like why are you doing this because it's just psychopaths we want just to because yeah, yeah. it's like what are they because we were bored because you were home that but was all, it right. like why are you doing you this because you were home like, which is like the fucking scariest thing yeah yeah. it's like dealing but here's the thing that's why that's kind of proves my point like that's how simple Strangers is and yeah. it works because it's that like we're just trying to get in and even, I think even with less plots there's this with, horrifying with less cast, movie with less everything horrifying movie we watched last year which I don't think I'd even watch for this podcast which you would hate I think it's just like this Danish it's this foreign movie about this couple who meets this other couple it's a well made oh, movie wait, is this oh. son? no yeah. I know what you're talking about I won't watch it Italy, Damn, yeah. we watched that we loved yeah. that movie yeah we loved it but it's so fucked up I forget the so name of it they made, the a, very, they made an American remake with Michael whatever his name is Michael Pitt right oh, didn't they I don't think right? so yeah. did they did yeah. they did Oh, yeah. well, the, basically the whole movie, the, basically at the very end, is like, why are you doing this to us? It's because cause you let us. You know, like, it's like, it, that it's like, is It's like if that Clockwork Orange scene was just expanded. Oh, it's like I that kind of Clockwork it, Orange. Yeah. It's fucked. That but, was like the first real horror movie that I was like, and I was in high school, and I'm like, I cannot watch this. It's I creepy. I had to shut it off, and it was just, it was it, so disturbing. It's very, you know? dis- it's very, yeah. yeah. And that's kind of the same, it's kind of the same vibe as this in a way, where it has that like, Oh, I love the idea that I love the the near future, not apocalyptic. What am I? Not Orwellian, not Orwellian, yeah. but it, like whatever it's like they a call dy- that. Uh, dystopian, dystopian, yeah. dystopian, it's dystopian, that dystopian yeah. like that. Like, oh my god, too. like 2022 isn't that far ahead? That adds to the, the 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 vibe of the movie. It adds to the idea. It's like ooh, and then when you know the way politics are, especially even now, you're like ooh, this could this could this actually could, happen. happen. I like, hate this to could say happen it. Like, for this, sure. This could happen because whoever would be in charge would would justify it by saying, oh well, look at all the crime is gone and unemployment is at a low. And, How like, hilarious would like a Trump purge speech be though? Oh, my <laughs> I, I would fucking love love it. <laughs> he's, like, he's like you know the people that we're murdering. These aren't be- these aren't the best people. Okay. These aren't lawyers and doctors. These are murderers. These are rapists. Okay. Okay. (laughs) This is Antifa. Um, Okay. So now we have the the neighbors, right? Yeah. So basically the end of it is that she decides not 
They get the upper hand of the neighbors. She decides not to kill them Lena for had, some like, civilization, mm-hmm. even though she fucks her up with the butt of a gun, Breaks which is a little nose. Rambo out of nowhere. <laughs> like, so Lena Headley all of a sudden. Hey, Spaventa? Uh, you got to mention the homeless vet saves them. Yeah, yes. of course. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Of course he's got to. Um, and, uh, Which and I forgot. And I'm then like, he just disappears. Yes. It would be hilarious if it was like he still got pulled over. Like, he left. <laughs> like what are you doing here? What are you doing in this neighborhood? Yeah. They extend the like perch. Jamal. They're like, my name's not Jamal. Uh, yeah, it's Pete. Um, <laughs> but it was, uh, you know, it's a fun movie, man. I mean, it's not my favorite of the purge, but but I have some purge questions. Yes. Uh, for Sean, what would your purge plans be if you had a purge? If happening? I instituted what a would, purge, what would be your? Would you just probably go to your mom and make sure she was all right, apparently? Yeah, I, I, I. That's the thing. It's like I'm broke enough, and I'm, I'd be, I'd be screwed. My whole family yeah, would be screwed. Thing. I don't. Think I'm, I'm, not, I'm not affording one of these security systems. Mm-hmm. No, so yeah, I, I would either. just, yeah. That's mm-hmm. and it sounds like a very like cliche answer, but it's true. I'd probably just go to Long Island and hunker down. It, you know what's so funny is you, that's a good question because I just thought I'm like my mom lives in her apartment building now but it's, they're like solid walls in the apartment. I'm like trying to think no, how course. it actually would go down in my head. Yeah. I'm like yeah, we could just like. There's probably a basement you can hunger. Probably find yeah. like a like a, like a nuclear. Uh, I, we a have those here. Basement. Yeah, we have one in our building, and I think it's amazing. I think I'm there like, would well, be so, we'll so many more deaths from people trying to go to a place and be protected and be like, no, this is my protection place. Right. Have they done that yet? Where it's the we go, it's like we go we go camping because the purge is going on during the purge. No, that'll be the and next somebody, one. Probably. What do you mean you go yeah. camping? You mean they leave town? They just go to a desolate place, so there's we no people around. We did that for COVID. I feel like if I was like I feel like if I was single or just I didn't have a family, it would be easier to survive. Just because like you can literally find like a crawl space somewhere, be under there, and then no one's gonna do shit. Well, here's the thing: a, a purge in New York City. They're, what, what, what they're doing is it's supposed to be where is it's it? California, California. Mm-hmm. and it would just you know you know you even if you were single, you'd be just willy nilly. We kind of have that now. It's yeah. like, you kind of like, true. we're just talking about people in Queens, like just on a scooter, randomly punching people. It's like, that's a mini purge. It's a purge yeah. in that person's it, no, it head. No, it is though. What? Yeah. It is. I mean, that's yeah. what's happening right now in New York City. That and it's just becoming exactly. lawless it's, in a way. It, well, it's not as bad as it was in the eighties. It was like real purge type yeah. scenario. But like, the fact of the matter is, is like if you were single, you you just have to, you'd have to not uh, venture into a spot where somebody's just like, "Hey, yeah, you're by yourself, but I'm willy nilly just gonna." Yeah, no, that a, would you would have to find a place. You, it's kind of like you would. I wonder if a strength in numbers thing would be better because you need somebody. Do. We need somebody who knows who has the spot that we can. I can trust them, and we yeah. we lock mm-hmm. down. And Unfortunately, not, yeah. Yeah, sell my, me inner, out. my inner circle besides Tom Lewis isn't really into survival. Oh, we need him. We were gonna. We were actually gonna ask Tom Lewis. A dear friend of ours that we love, who I'm convinced is a survivalist, over COVID to like teach us how to make a fire in the woods and like how to get Dan up a rock. You know what I mean? Like if he's injured, how do I bring him up there? Like, yeah, believe me, I do. I mean, I do. You're not not like what? Like like somehow like uh, yeah. Dan bought a um a sledgehammer over COVID. He bought you a sledgehammer? No, he bought a sledgehammer. To protect us. To protect us. (laughs) John's laughing. In the Berkshires. He thinks he's Nick Cage and uh, Mandy. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I feel like that's why he did it. He went to a hardware store and he's like, I'm going to get like a hammer. He's like, I'm going to get a sledgehammer. And I don't even know where that fucking thing is. I think we threw it out. It's somewhere. It was so stupid. Oh, we still have it. You get an intruder. You're like, you have to be like, wait, wait, wait. Let me go get my sledgehammer. I'm going to treat him like, a Looney Tune. <laughs> like, 
Uber <laughs> Two frame Sky. Roger Rabbit. Yeah, I'm like, no one's coming for us up here. What would your purge outfit be? I have one for us. Oh, okay. I dress like Mrs. Doubtfire, and you dress as my baby in a carriage. <laughs> and I push you around, and then you would like stand up and shoot. We give you like a bonnet and like a, a pacifier. Both keep the beards. <laughs> yeah, yeah, both keep the beards. Well, not, not, I'll just have the bonnet and everything, but I'll have a cigar like baby Huey. What's his <laughs> name? Baby <and> Huey. <laughs> That would be terrifying. That would be so you, scary. you in a diaper with like a fucking cigar. That would scare people to death. That, that just, would because, actually work. Because now that you've lost weight, I think you'd even look more like a baby. Absolutely. You would look less like a man and more, I mean, more I like a baby. baby, you know? But um, the, if, I shave, if I shave my beard, I look I look like a, little, ter- it would be, a middle-aged you baby. You dress as a baby with like a fucking, like, like a cigar. What would your weapon be? Uh, I Like a, like a samurai sword? Sam- <laughs> The thing is, it's like, fiction people it? bring all these, like, this is the one thing, there's only one weapon, the only weapon you should use is an, is an automatic rifle, Yes. like, whatever you have, you can come out with, like, a sword or nunchucks, and some guy with a fucking gun. automatic gun is just yeah. gonna mow you down the oh, whole time. Oh, 100%, or you have, like, a, or just an Uzi, you get an Uzi? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it would most likely be, like, it would either be, like, this would be America, it would either be nothing is going on in an area, or it would be, like, fucking a Ukrainian firefight, where it would just be, like, constant... Like machine guns everywhere. That's a good question. Like, where would that? Ha- I feel like New York. Would you have? I think you'd have sections in New York where nothing was going on. I think, yeah. Yeah, I think you'd have people who just like are just go about their lives. Because that's a good thing about New York that you realize you're on the internet and you're in the rest of the country or whatever it is. But in New York, you you can almost like trust apathy to like save the purge. <laughs> Meaning, yeah. like, there's a, a big portion of the eight million people that just won't give a shit. Yes. Like, you know, like that don't care. It's like yeah. the same people who like. The people like who don't vote, but I may I don't know. I just think that you people who've been wanting to be paramilitary for a long time, that's where you're gonna run into a problem. Totally. Like people like Texas would just take over Austin oh. and imme- immediately oh. they would Instantly. just annex Austin. They would just completely just Oh fuck Austin up would be a bloodbath. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd be screwed, you know. Yeah. I, I would it's the I mean, I think Rogan's comedy club would survive because he's like got Navy SEALs around him and shit. <laughs> but like every, every other comedy club, Creek in the Cave would be fucked. Esther's Follies, like all those places would be done. Well, dude, before you ask... There would what, be no drag queens left alive in Texas. No, not in Texas. No, no way. I, I full on think... I do have an outfit I would... I would wear... I, wore, I did a commercial once where I wore mm-hmm. a one like a, a, a mechanic onesie. Yeah. Do you know how much I wish I could just wear those on a daily? I'm wearing they're, a onesie know, right now. They're the best. I love it, except when you have to go to the bathroom and then it becomes. You like, want to be a baby. I want to be. I want to be swaddled. I just want to be swaddled. You men. I, I think do. it's like a mother, like an Oedipus thing, where you like want a woman to like breastfeed you and put you in diapers. I don't know about and, that. No, extreme. he does. Oh, he does. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> She's just outing me. What well, is if that is a would you if you if you, do you think you could ever go say somebody was open to that and you went down that road would you do that as a fetish at some point where you yes. well we almost did <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk I did buy adult diapers they're in that fucking but then closet buy, yeah but then I had to buy but I didn't do it okay I didn't do it because I had to buy my mom adult diapers the same week and I was like all right this is too dark. This is dark no, as it he gets. Was like his fantasy. Holy I was shit. like, I'll pay for someone to put Holy you in a diaper. Sean, they're That's in there. That's what we call uh, two real love, sex. I love you. I love you so much that you just said that. That's amazing. <laughs> no, it's true. Oh my God. I can't believe I never told you that before. I, and I scream at you about those diapers at least once a month because they fall out of That's just because the they're comfortable. Like, is I that true? Old okay, lady bloomers sometimes. I have a couple in it. And you know what the crazy thing is? He bought the same underwear I have. They're like Hanes from Target. And he got like the extra, extra 
extra large and I have like the small and sometimes Look I will out. have his the the same like the laundry woman will fold mine in his let me explain I was on the road she, she thinks it's a case for your underwear I knew the underwear <laughs> I knew the underwear I knew the underwear that the CVS had was not going to work because it was like too front heavy so my ass crack was going to show so I got the when, panties when does it not show by the way I got the panties well Sean does that me and Sean are kings of the ass crack but because oh, you yeah. guys wear your um, jeans below like yeah, well, you day. have to. I and wear it below the belly. My belly. I, want a fucking... I see his ass crack at least once a day. I mean, that's yeah, just you're like welcome. That's how we normal. keep it fresh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we first started dating, I saw it, and I was like, "Is this all right?" I'll go back in and fuck. Dude, up. you have. Oh my god, that's amazing. That you, you know, that. And we, we always have this question, Sean. Yeah. At the end, which mm-hmm. is. What happens after the events of this movie? And I think this is a like because the, the reason I ask this question because it totally ruins the horror movie. You know what I mean? Like once you like take away the mystery. So I think there's got to be like a real awkward Memorial Day block party in the neighborhood, right? Yes. It's like they all try to kill each other and then they all have to just it's, live. They there. all have to have a it's party. Like, it's like, it's like they do they do it like uh, like like Compton style where everybody has like pictures of the people who died on their shirts, yeah. like airbrushed on their shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so much more fun than what it probably was. But they do kind of show it, right? Well, what do you do? They show what? Well, they the, show like the cops arriving. Well, like, yeah, so but what's the next you day? mean like as far yeah. as like, hey, we got to clean up the bodies. Like, what would hey. be the next yeah. scene? Like, if what they would be the next on? couple days? Yeah. Is well, they would be cleaning everything up. People would just be going to memorials, and but at that, by that point, it was just normal for them because it was what ten years for the was it ten years the purge was yeah. going? Yeah. Like yeah, it started what? Would love it. They, they, it would be like a funeral home. It would be like season. COVID. I'm sorry to say, like COVID. Really, this is what I honestly it actually would be easier than COVID. Because there wouldn't be any hospitals, it would just be morgues, and it'd be just be dead. It'd be dead bodies. Honestly, what I think it would be, it would be like Black Friday, but worse. Like we, it would just be all these people going to Targets and WalMarts and different places and trying to loot. Black Friday kind of is the purge. Yeah, everybody just shooting each other for supplies. Wait, think about rich people. But the rich people don't go to Black Friday, so they say like. It's it's usually a class of folks that want to. I've gone that want to score a great deal on something, and then yeah. the rich people that are like, like, I would never this. wait online for a two dollar laptop, no. you know. And it's like, but then there are people that will, and so that's kind of like. Wait, but you're saying, are you guys saying that would happen the day after? No, we're saying like I'm oh, saying similar. I feel like the purge is Black Friday. I feel like Black Friday is very yeah, similar. Oh, you're right. Sorry, I jumped around, but I was just I was just thinking to myself like how is this? How would this actually play out if there was a purge? It'd be there'd be tons of looting. There'd be looting everywhere. Yeah. Oh god, be, yeah. You know, if you have that's a that's immediate go to, and even whatever we got to go down what, that road. What where would it's like you lose? Explaining why, but what, what would you lose? I'd go and get. I'd go to get a TV immediately. <laughs> Not food. I, I, oh no. <laughs> hey, in this edition of people who wouldn't survive the purge, <laughs> I told you I'd be dead. I'd get a TV. <laughs> I'd get some amazing. He'd survive from his bunker and goes to Best Buy to get a TV. I'd get a new iPhone. It'd be a great Sony, yes. Sony commercial. It's just like somebody like running through the purge <laughs> to try to get like a like a flat screen. Because here's the thing: it's like the purge is a day, so if you can find a way to get yourself. That that's what they. I would be leave looted. town. Couldn't you just go to another country for that one day? That's I, I would. That's leave. another thing that they probably either put. Maybe they put that in one of the movies. There's tons of people who fly out. But then think people. about what airline prices would be the week before they the purge. Know, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <that'd be> insane. <laughs> yeah, purge, purge, fly, purge flight deals <laughs> on, on Expedia. 
Also, a uh, spirit airlines flight is the purge no- normally. Every, oh, every, spirit. every spirit flight is the purge. Just every man for himself. Have you ever flown spirit? You have. You yeah, have unfortunately, I've, I've flown, flown it once in my life. I never will again. I, I've never. Southwest is hard enough for me where you have to like pick your own seat. I mean, that feels like. Yeah. You know. I, I would, I, Southwest, I've never done. And per- I don't like I did a general once admission to I only plane. did spirit because it was bought for me for this, this gig. Yeah. And then I was like, I did it. I was like, I'm never doing that they again. They bought it for $39 and yeah. then it ended up costing 200 because yeah. you like brought shoes on board. Do you know well, what I mean? They, like they charge you for fucking everything. Or you go to their over. Hey, if this is beyond this size, it's mm-hmm. an, it's a it's a too large, and you have to pay seventy five to one hundred dollars. And they're, the size they give you is like the size of a purse. Yeah. And you're like you're trying to cram your yes, suitcase. I love thing. that. Frontier so does annoying. that too. I think I've seen people like on TikTok wearing like backpacks under their jackets that they have like a little hunchback because they have one bag and they still need to take more clothes. Like, no, it's a whole system. Smuggling stuff. And maybe in. we're giving everyone too credit because everyone in America is fat. Maybe the purge would just be like writing a bunch of nasty shit online. <laughs> that would be I mean, I feel like well, that's it, it now. That's a good though. point. Yeah. I, I will say, I don't think now, but I think it would get to that point. I think you're going to yeah. have it. It's so localized. Everybody's going to call it. Everybody's so just, you know, you see that thing that Apple just put out. Like that's closer to that just happening where it's like ready player one and everybody's yeah. just living online and they're on in their, in their yes. living rooms. In their living rooms, but they're, they're living and working there. just on one of those headsets. Like that, that new, that, it's like the, the Apple vision, um, it's their their VR their VR headset. Is it the yeah. glasses? Is no, the no, thing? no, no. They have a new one that look like like ski goggles that oh, are like God. it's the most advanced one of these things, and it's coming out next year, and it's thirty five hundred dollars. But they showed what people could do with it, and you could just live your life on it, or it's so sad. You just have I, your I, online experience on well, these. Now, so, now the global warming, there's going to be like no. <laughs> No more uh, national parks because everyone's going there on vacation now because they're cheaper, and now the parks are getting destroyed because yeah. of it. We're all just going to be like, I was in Montana when they had that uh, Yellowstone had that um, yes that thing, and much people couldn't go on to their trips in, in Yellowstone. And there's a fucking Super Bowl candle underneath it, so there's a what? Super we don't even need a purge, guys. This, <laughs> no, this, this Earth is going to purge gonna, us yeah. enough. But Sean, Global great warming. job! Thank you for doing the Thank show. You. What, what can you promote, good sir? Oh, I like to promote my podcast called uh, The Brand New Jerks. I do with super funny comedian Ray Zawadney. Love Ray. Come see Sean, please. Yes, and then he's look hilarious. up my so I'm at Shawnee Time on Instagram and uh and also I have at UFO Street on Twitter. My no way. Yeah, if you, well, no, that's that's <laughs> Can that do you a... have the UFO you don't have the UFO pod anymore, right? Or is it like no, sporadic? No, I, I do the I do UFO Street on on TikTok and Twitter. All right, what well, is that you just do? I go videos? out to people and ask them, uh, we know we know UFOs are real. What do you think they are? Yeah. And on the streets, like a man on the street. I mean, we know they're But it's real. across. Yeah, yeah. Guys, it's definitely, uh, there's definitely some UFO believers who listen to this podcast. So please. The three of us sitting here? <laughs> Absolutely. I and mean, everybody at this How point. How do you not, not believe thing. that there's. Because I was like, you know, we're, we're about to do an episode with Bobcat. And I, I, one of the questions I ask, I'm going to ask is like, what are the things you believe is real? Like Bigfoot? Well, but I, usually I would put aliens with that. But I'm like, everyone knows they're real now. Yeah. It's like. Uh, it's, yeah, and that, there's a new, really quick, there's a new article that Debrief did with the same authors as the 2017 New York Times article that mm-hmm. talked about this. There's a whistleblower that's legit, the guy's legit, his name's in and everything, and about these reverse engineer programs that was being run in the Department of Defense that they, they just lied to Congress and they illegally ran these. They have they Wait, known was that about UF, craft for UFOs or is that UFOs? Like the, the, the government. They're using that technology. No, uh, they're, they've been trying to reverse engineer it for 60 years. 
And so the Bob Lazar thing from 89 mm-hmm. makes me, because of this article, makes me believe that 100%. It yeah. is just hilarious that that guy ran a whorehouse in the middle of all. I think it was just, that, but I think that's, but also, somehow. think about how many movies have, they, they, they employ like mercenary psychopaths to do like military shit. Oh, yeah. Why wouldn't you get some wacky off the grid physicist to come and tell you what an alien craft does? Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? For sure. Yeah. I, I, I didn't believe that. Totally, but now I'm like, there's oh, enough I, stuff. I, there's enough. There's stuff. enough stuff. I'm, I'm in. Smoke. I, I'm I just saw that in. one. That one about um, what happened in Brazil or whatever. Yeah, James is, Fox. Is uh, um, a moment of contact. Yeah, take that out. All right, folks. For all your UFO knowledge, please follow Sean. And uh, <laughs> on, until then, happy purge, everyone. Happy, happy purge. Happy purge. Thank you, guys. Follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at The It Couple Podcast. And if you have a question or comment about horror movies, send us an email at theitcouplepodcast at gmail.com. Also, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts so more people can find the show. The Patreon is launching on October 24th, where you'll be able to subscribe for weekly bonus episodes. The It Couple is hosted by SJ and Dan St. Germain. Executive producer, audio engineer, and editor is Dan Spaventa. Video producer, Chuck Astudo. Social media producer, Lauren Gerard Cuteo. Opening theme music by Mike Abuso at Behind the Curtains Media. Subscribe to our YouTube page for full video episodes and tune in next week for Silence of the Lambs with our guest, Scotty Landis. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. <laughs>